I thank God. I thank God for another opportunity to um, speak God's word to God's people, and not only to God's people, but even to myself. And I just want to sing a short hymn of preparation. Pass me not, O gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry. Most importantly, he learned firsthand that God gives 
repentance to believers to recover from past failures. But there was a it was one situation with God, John Mark where he learned that he quit in the middle of a missionary journey. And, and, and today, this morning, I'm telling you this morning, don't you quit. I know you've been on the battlefield a long time, and maybe even y'all who've been on the battlefield a short time, but don't you quit. It says, because God has something special for you. Do you need a miracle? Do you need a breakthrough? Do you need a healing? Do you need a word from the Lord? My, my God, my God, it's time to expect great things from God with the spirit of expectation, knowing that the best is yet to come. We need to begin to sow seed in expectation. You need to be given your seed, you mean giving your money, your life, and your time with expectation. You need to pray with expectation. You, you need to pray looking for an answer and knowing God is going to answer your prayer. We need to witness the lost souls that with expectation that they are coming to the kingdom. We need to praise God with expectation because when you praise God, it's like a fire and somebody else will catch on fire with you. We need to speak over our own lives with expectation. Can I get a witness? Don't allow the position of your life today to affect the plans God has you for, to, for your future or tomorrow. Second Corinthians 5, 7 says, we walk by faith, not by sight. And that walk is we live trusting God. It says, God is ready and able and available. Ephesians 3.20 says that now to him that is able, God is able to do anything but fail. It says that to do exceeding, exceeding beyond what we think. When we go to our last limit, God just goes over, overflows past that. It's like Niagara Falls, the, the water just keep on going exceedingly, abundantly. Above all, we ask and think according to the power that worketh in us. Jesus with his disciples and a great multitude of people following him went out of Jericho, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Tamias, sat by the highway begging. Begging. It says that he was the son of Tamias. And what Timaeus means, that means that it's time. It's time. We don't have much time. Time is running out. It says that the most precious thing you have or we have is time. Because once you use time, you can never get it back. When he heard Jesus was passing through, he began to cry out, saying, Jesus, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. If there's a cry in the earth today about have mercy 
on me, Lord. But I'm not th- thinking about the mercy of of being um, of judgment, but it's a mercy of love. God, show your love and compassion towards me. The aspect of God's love causes him to help the miserable based on the things that's out of their control. There's some things in life that we, that's out of our control. We can pray, we can do whatever we want to do. We can go to the doctor, we can go to counseling, but it's some things that's just out of our control. It says that, 48 says, the crowd told him to hold your peace, to shut up. It's many people in our lives when we're trying to get a breakthrough from God, we're trying to get something from God, and people is telling us to shut up. They tell you it don't take all that, but I tell you, if you just keep on crying out, help is on the way. It says that the devil will use people. This is the crowd. The devil used people to try and discourage you. But don't allow him to do that. Because he's the devil, he's not concerned about where you are now. Blind Bartimaeus was a beggar. He was blind. My question is how he got there. (laughs) Somebody had to take him there. But you know what? In somebody taking him there, don't you, um, you must remember the people who brought you to to the place of victory. Even though it might be seem like it's small to you, but you must not forget the people who brought you to a place of victory. It says, but what the devil is, he but he's scared about what you might become. He don't care if you 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 sick, you whatever, but he's scared if you get healed, what an impact you'll have on this world. Verse 49, Jesus stood still. Wow. Whatever it was, Brian Bartman said, it got God's attention. Isn't that a blessing that we can cry out to God and know that he hears us and that we can get his attention? And it's just like a baby in a baby crib. A baby could cry. There's certain cries. That don't, the mama or the father, they like, oh, she just, she, he or she, she just, she just cried a little bit. She be all right. But there's a certain cry from a baby that gets the mother and father's attention and they get up and come running to see about their baby. There's another cry when your children are in trouble. You know when your children be, be crying the blues and this, that, and the other, but, but, you know, they just they just going about the same old cry baby, baby story. But there's a cry when your children mean business. It's just like that says, and God commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying to him, be of good cheer, rise. God calling for thee. God is still calling people. 
You, you're not calling yourself. God is calling people right now. There might be somebody sitting next to you right now. God is calling. There might be somebody that you know that God is speaking to them and, and he's trying to get their attention and, 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 and they need to heed the call. I heard people say, we don't, we don't believe the call in the ministry no more. But I believe there's a call of, for ministers in the ministry. It says that we need to recognize, it says that verse 50, he cast away his garment, rose, and came to Jesus. He cast away his garment, rose, and came to Jesus. He was in a hurry, y'all. He wasn't playing around. But you know what? There was something that he had to get rid of. And that was the tunic that he wore as his honor, outer garment because it's just like a woman in a long dress. And I know a lot of men is trying to wear dresses now, but we ain't wearing no dresses. But anyway, there's, um, that they was running. And if he had on that long tunic, he would trip and fall. It's just like Charles Schultz in, in, in the in a sitcom or cartoons called Peanut, there was a little boy named Lioness. And Lioness carried a blanket around everywhere he would go. But you know what they said about that character, Lioness, and the blanket? It was a comfort zone for Lioness. It was a blanket of comfort. It was a blanket of security. But we have to get out our security zone and come to Jesus. It says, he had to cast away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. Are you progressing to get to Jesus? Are you really in a mode where you really want to do business with Jesus? Are you really willing to cast off some things that's hindering you? This man, Bartimaeus, a beggar, he was done with depending on others for his livelihood. He was done being a beggar. He took off his garment and he started running to Jesus because Jesus commanded him to come to him. It says, Hebrews 12 says, let us lay aside every weight and sin that hinders or slows you down or obstacles that's in your way that easily beset you. But let us run with patience, the race that said before. Verse 51, Jesus said, what do you want me to do for you? The question today on the table is, we all have needs, but what do you want Jesus to do for you? I know he asked Solomon that question one time, and Solomon said, Lord, give me wisdom. But you know what most people need out of getting things? 
They need a relationship with God. They need to be saved. People need to be saved, and that should be their cry. Lord, save me, a sinner who needs a Savior. In closing, Jesus said unto him, Go thy way. The faith has made thee whole. And immediately, not yesterday, not tomorrow, not two months, but immediately he received his sight. Romans 10 and 17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing. And the second hearing means that you must believe the report and the message of Jesus. Isaiah 53 and 1 says, Lord, who have believed our report? But we believe the report of the Lord. And God bless you. We pray that something was said that you to take home and and um, meditate on and tell people that there's still a Savior that's looking for lost sinners to save them. Romans 8, 9, and 10 say, If you confess with your mouth and believe in thy heart, the Lord Jesus, that God had raised him from the dead, and with the mouth confessions is made unto righteousness, you shall be saved. So we just thank you in the name of Jesus, and God bless you.